Welcome to Not The 9 To 5, the podcast for freelancers by freelancers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we share insights, tips and stories to help you thrive in the world of independent work. I'm Kat. And I'm Francesca. We are two freelancers exploring the highs, lows and everything in between. So grab your coffee, kick back and let's dive into another episode of Not The 9 To 5. Catherine Sigurds, Francesca Morago. <laughs> oh my goodness! Welcome to the first ever episode of Not the Nine to Five podcast. Today we're going to be talking about what is freelancing. We are, we are. So, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? I'm it's the first feeling. Ever podcast, so. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. Yeah. I'm feeling ready to talk all about freelancing. Absolutely. And you know what? I found some interesting facts. Let's just get straight into it. All right, go on. So. One of our first things was like, well, what is the definition of freelancing, right? So what did I do? I went ahead and Googled it. Did you? I, I Googled but it. you're a freelancer. I know. Well, you should just know, Kat. I should just know. <laughs> but I was like, I want to know what like the actual definition of it is. Okay, go on. So Pray tell. what I found out was it actually comes from, um, like historically, a medieval a, mercenary. A medieval? A medieval. It's not medieval. What is it? Medieval. 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 <laughs> Have you been going around your years saying I've medieval? I've always said medieval. The medieval times. Right, okay. Okay, right, anyway. The medieval. Mer- I can't even say it. I'm just going to say it medieval. Moving on. Um. Anyway, so a mercenary is one that serves only for wages. Right. A soldier hired by a foreign country to fight in its army. And the earliest written evidence for freelance comes from Sir Walter Scott's novel, Ivanhoe, in which a lord refers to his paid army of freelances. Right? So that made me think, well, actually, that's so true. As freelancers, we go where the money is. Yeah. We, we go, we work with companies... Because they're paying us, we're not we're not tied to any company, and I think for me that's like that is what freelancing is. Okay, that's quite a dated version of what that is. Right. Well, We've then gone you. Back to A B. A C. A D. The medieval times. <laughs> um, I just thought it was interesting to see the history of the word. Yeah, like fair where enough. that's come from. Yeah, free and lancing. Free, free and lancing. Freelancing. Freelancing. <laughs> you see. Yeah. Okay. So what's your definition then? If, if you're saying that's... A, well, yes, obviously it's an old definition. What's the modern day definition then, Francesca Morago? I mean, what I would say... What would you say? Morago 2023, can I just say? Bracket, can we say? Close bracket. Copyright. I would say that you're working within different job roles, not always consistently, but to your time frame. Yeah. Yeah. In in a modern world, right? So you're... Flo- I would say you're floating between job roles. Floating. In the day and the life of Francesca Morago and Catherine Sigurds. She's floating, everyone. I'm floating. I also think that freelancing is never being stable. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, never having that stability of like, okay, well, on Monday, I'm going to go and do the same thing I do every Monday. Mm. It's not... That that very seldomly happens. I mean, it's so rare, isn't it? It's so rare. Depends on the contract, I suppose, and what it is that you're actually... Oh, yeah, like... Freelancing that week, you know? Yeah, I mean, that word a lot here. A lot. We have... (laughs) Everyone will be sick of the word by the time we're finished. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's it's never stable. No. And actually, 
I'm going to use what was going to be one of our titles, or was going to be a title for this podcast. Go on, go on. Is consistently inconsistent. Consistent. Oh, we were so close. Consistently inconsistent. That was almost the title for this podcast. We were like, actually, it sounds really snappy. It it was, but not to say that ours isn't snappy now. It is. It's very relevant. It's very snappy. It's straight to the point, and it's what is it, Kat? Is consistent. No. Oh, I wanted you to say not the nine to five, but okay. Oh, sorry. Do you want to do that again? Well, I can't remember what I just said. That's fine, let's just go on. <laughs> okay, go. Right. Um, yeah, so I feel like it is consistently inconsistent. You never know what you're going to be doing from one day no. to the next. No. So I'm interested to know, Francesca, because yeah. um, as none of our audience will know, no. we only met um, early on this year. We did. In June of this year. No, April of this year. No, we met. earlier than that. No, it was April. January, February, March, April. Oh, yeah, it was April. End of April. See, it was April. Right. So, we are still getting to know each other. Yeah. Every time we speak... We learn something we new. We learn something new. Yeah. We learn lots of new things. I want to know how you became a freelancer. I became a freelancer, I would say, about three and a half, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to drama school, trained as an actor. Of course she did. Uh, of course, course she did. did. Obviously, Oxford School of Drama, shout out. Shout out. Um, and then I came back to London, and obviously, times were tough, you know. Tough times. Um, getting into the realm of acting work. So you're like, okay, what do I do on the side that I also really enjoy, or could enjoy? So in the end, I decided to go down an internship route, and I saw a production um, internship for a, a company in West London, because that's where of I'm from, course. guys. Hashtag West is the best. Um, <laughs> Kat agrees, don't you? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, so I just went down that route, kind of learned about production, producing, assisting, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Worked my way through the realm of film and TV and commercial. Yeah. And then went into location management. Mm. So I kind of do a little bit of everything within the entertainment industry, and I would say that was a... a a smart move choice for me I think it was right for me yeah Um, but at the time when I joined I was like actually maybe I want to do this all the time that's how I thought originally because I was like oh this is something new I've not done this before maybe I want to do this okay so you thought maybe I don't actually want to be an actor I might actually want to just do location management I was thinking about like you know stability and like living in London and the like cost of living crisis it was bad then but it's worse now (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) um so you know I was thinking okay how do I prepare myself for the future with other skills yeah and I kind of just thought you know what let's try it give it a go really enjoyed it uh, I prefer locations over production, but I like mm. both because you can dip into both. And mm. I met really cool people and did some really cool stuff through commercials yeah. and films. So, well, she's I would a say, smart cookie, our Francesca oh, Morago. Thank you, Catherine Sickers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to agree because that would be a bit, you know. She is agreeing. On her face, you can tell she's agreeing. Just a little bit. Anywho, that's me. <laughs> that's for, you. For now, before we for delve now. in deeper. Oh, what about you, Kat? How did you get involved in well, in the world of freelance? Basically, um, yeah. I mean, I did all the, like, I, you know, after um, graduating, I sort of went into, like, bar and, like, restaurant work yeah. and, like, all of those, like, normal survival, jo- survival jobs. Mm. And then I got a job at a TV advertising company in oh, Cardiff. Right. Um and I worked there as like a researcher and production assistant. It was my first time like sort of um, 
on that side, like the other side of the camera, really. I'd be, I'm, I did a bit of directing before that, but this was like heavy production. And I was like, oh my God, like so out of my depth. Yeah, yeah. Did not know what I was doing. So I was there end of 2019 and it was full time. So I, it wasn't a freelance, it was PAYE. Mm. Um, so I did six months there. And then... How was that? It was great. I really enjoyed it. And it like gave me the confidence to do what I do today. But what happened was, uh, six months into the job, um, the pandemic hit and I got made redundant. Oh, uh, Because, of course, I was, you know, still quite fresh at the company and that's fair enough. There was lots of people being made redundant from the company at the time. And um, so I got made redundant and I was like, oh my God, what the frickity frick am I going to do? I was like, I don't know. I had a bit of savings, but I was like, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Um... So, and I was already like part self-employed, part PAYE, mm. just because of like, you know, acting work. I had done some acting work after graduating and obviously you have to be self-employed in order to do that. Um, so I basically <laughs> became a freelancer out of necessity because right. there were no jobs going at the time. No. So that's when I turned to voice acting initially, did an audio book looking back on it now it sounds terrible it was recorded in a bathroom it that i had no clue about like sound um proofing or like anything i was like i just need to mm. make some money mm. so that's how the voice acting started and then i was like well and i'd been working for pauline quirk academy right um and then obviously i didn't do that anymore um who's the account who's the academy what is it's that? it's for sorry it's for children i was like a drama teacher for oh, okay. children yeah um and so i had that but i didn't i didn't enjoy it like mm. i was like it was more crowd control than anything <laughs> so <laughs> so then i was like but i did enjoy like teaching the older ones yeah. the ones that like kind of had a little bit more like understanding of like what yeah. acting is and like mm. you know into it it more into it absolutely and so mm. i was like mm. and then so that's when i started doing my online acting coaching mm-hmm. and voice coaching yeah um and then yeah so that's sort of been my way into the freelancing world and now I do pretty much everything I can turn my hat to love that I was gonna say me and Kat have quite a lot in common with the freelance world in terms of the creative side of us like we're both actors we both do voiceover mm-hmm. I think where we differ is you're more doing photography and voice teaching yeah I do the location management you do. and do the production uh, company stuff as well because I have my own production company. Little plug. Yeah. Melon Spud Productions. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I think, and, and we were talking about it just earlier, um, but like we're so similar in so many ways, but like so different as well. Like I could never do location management. No. When I, I enjoyed working, when I worked um, as a production assistant and a researcher, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I was so like, because I'm quite a chaotic person. Um, I, I'm quite, modest. I'm, I'm quite <laughs> rude. Um, I'm, I can be like quite all over the place, but that's because my brain is just that way inclined. And right. like, but that's... Scatty. It's scatty, but that's what makes... I'm going to say it. That's what makes me creative. Mm. Like that's, that's like part of why I have to do a job like this because 
I just can't, I couldn't sit at a desk all day, every day. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, reiterating that, we don't sit at a desk every day, all day. We actually go out, we scout, we meet No, people. I'm not saying, you know, sorry. Just saying, just saying. Sorry, I wasn't talking about location management. I was no, just talking kind about of her, like, though. I'm sorry, I was. No, but no, because right. she's really organised everyone. She's yeah. really organised. She's the producer of this podcast. And without her, we just wouldn't... Life would just be crap, wouldn't no, it? No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say okay. we wouldn't have That's got rude. here today to record... Um, although I did make a to-do list for today. I she did, actually. Everyone. I was quite shocked about that. I know. Because normally that would be me. Yeah, it would but be you actually were like, I had done no, it, I and I'm like ticking, ticking things off the list. Unbelievable. Maybe you're having a good influence on me. Oh, that's really good. Maybe I can make you more creative. Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely creative, but I do have the logistical you mindset, You have the logistical you mindset. I where are we going to go? How are we going to do it? I What's going to be set up? None of that. I'm like... She's just like, explosion, let's go. And I'm like, no cat. You're like, no, let's have a plan. We need a plan, we need order, come on. But it's good. Wing and yang, isn't it? It really is. And that's why I feel like that's why we connect like a lot. Right. Just some of the time. This is really awkward now, isn't it? It's getting a bit deep. It's getting too deep. Too deep, too deep. Moving on. Um, And yeah, basically, so we met on false accounts. Yeah. In April of this year. Yeah, theatre show. Theatre, yeah. Theatre. 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 God, you're so pompous. Theatre. Um, and we were multi-rolling and we just clicked. We just mm. like, it took us a while actually. Like it wasn't yeah, an I would instant say, I would say Catherine was quite, you know, to herself, quite shy. You were quite, you were a bit shy. I was reserved, I yeah. think you were exploring what was around you. But you weren't sure whether to dip that toe in or not. Do you mean people-wise? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think... And then I got on with everyone. Did you? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What I was going to say is, I think the olive branch that I gave you, Catherine, was when you were doing your monologue. Oh, yeah. And And I was like, can I just give an opinion? And you went, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I would love it. Absolutely. I didn't say it like that. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, why don't you try it like this? Yeah, and then it was a good. Yeah, no, it actually. was quite a good bond, wasn't it? It was, and then I, and then that's... I started it though, didn't I? Because I know that you were a bit nervous. I was not nervous. I was bond. reserved. Okay. To be fair, I was a bit like sussing, sussing Literally. out the room. It was. It I'm was always the... shy in those circumstances. I Absolutely. Think, at first, anyway. Absolutely, it was the first time I'd done a play since the pandemic. Yeah. So I'd done one just before. And then I hadn't been back in a rehearsal room that whole time. Yeah. So I was just like, I need to just get here, get the job done. Mm. Um, and like, just, I was like, I'm just going to focus on like, you know, the thing, like acting. <laughs> um, and I, ne- I never imagined I was going to make a really good friend out of it. Like, Aww. not to get too soppy. That's but, so cute. Yeah. Can we replay that? Replay that again. Okay, that again? we'll play that for everyone. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Just put it in the intro. I'll just put it in the intros. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to say anything else for the viewers? Listeners? Just everything about me, really, would be just ideal. Should we just make stuff. it into the Francesca Morago podcast? <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good little play to get our was. heads stuck in. You know, yeah, definitely. We were people from all walks of life. We yeah. were multi-rolling. Such a big variety. Catherine was helping me 
so well behind the scenes to change between every oh, role you know that I what? had. You and know? actually, it's really good. We say that I'm disorganised, but you I were good was on there that. every every single night, every single show. Yeah. I was there, ready, helping you get it. You know, helping you yeah. change. Even if I wasn't, and I came off the wrong way, you were like, like, "Where <laughs> are you?" Yeah. I would know. I would know. See, I was like in a work context, like great. I'm on it. I like I really am like professionally, like I'm on it. But like my own life, I'm like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big thanks to the wonderful graphic designers of our logo, Double Licks. They seamlessly brought our ideas to life and exceeded all expectations. Double Licks covers everything from brand strategy to building or updating your website, email campaigns, and graphic design. Double Licks is our go-to London-based creative agency and could be yours too. Find them at www.doublelicks.com. So I think what I would love to know from you, Francesca, is what do you like the most about being a freelancer? What I would say is you have control, I would say to an extent of what you work on, the Mm. hours you work on, Mm -hmm. work on, on it. and where you go with that you know like the great stuff about our work is that when you do voiceover you can just do that in a quiet room wherever Mm -hmm. you are you can schedule that in not a bathroom not a bathroom can i just say that and not by like a building site with loads of noise basically a quiet space a really quiet space (laughs) um so i would say being your own boss is is great yeah um i guess it teaches you to push yourself because the only person to blame if it's not done is you Mm -hmm. you can't blame like a your boss because you are the boss yeah um i would also say the independence of it in mm-hmm. a way yeah i hear that but also you're not doing the same job all the time so yeah. every day is different or every week is different yeah. you meet different people all the time yeah if you're in in, in a freelance work where you do mm-hmm. i definitely say those are my my things yeah i i, I definitely agree with like all of that and just to like add to the whole like you never do the same thing every day no like that's i i have to do that like yeah. i like having a job where you do the same thing every day i've done those things i've i've done i've had so many yeah. jobs like that mm-hmm. and they were so soul crushing because like i don't know there's just something about the like you say the freedom of being a freelancer Mm. that i love Mm. i've never once had the thing of like oh this again do you know what i mean like i've never once had that feeling because because we are freelancers who do so many different jobs yeah you know so many multiple different things that i think yeah we we just there's no time to get bored no. there's no time to to be like oh should i oh this is uh, no there's yeah. no time um and also i think i really like being able to be creative every day mm. and like get paid for it yeah like i get to do what i love every single day and i get paid for it admittedly some days are better than others yeah but most of the time I'm having a I'm having a good time I'm being like fulfilled you know yeah 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 which sounds kind of wanky but like (laughs) it's true I I couldn't I could not there's no way I could sit in an office every day no and like have I had those moments where I think you want the uh, you know the stability yeah oh my god yeah (laughs) absolutely 
you know, especially when, you know, work isn't flowing to you so much because, mm. you know, you do have those periods where, and I would say that's like a con of being a freelancer is like not ever knowing whether you're going to have work from one week to the next the unless you're really in demand yeah, yeah and and you do have those moments where you are really in demand mm. and then everyone wants you all at once and then it goes it goes just so like it's like a ghost town and you're yeah. like oh my god how what am i gonna do with my life how am i gonna survive on the five pound in my bank account <laughs> <laughs> no, um but yeah i would say like that's really difficult mm. to manage sometimes the the sort of I mean there are the pros volume. and cons isn't there to everything oh my god yeah um I would say definitely like we said the pros are working for yourself and meeting different people being mm. creative every day mm. and kind of using that side of you that you can express yourself in different versions mm. Pro, like cons wise though if we're going to be honest it is the fact that it isn't stable all the time yeah unless you know I work for a really well-known film school and that allows me to be contracted with them for a certain period of time every January, February, when, mm. when the entertainment industry is quiet. And then again in the summer when it starts to boom. But again, at least I know mm-hmm. every year that's, you know, that's some coming. sort of stable yeah, income. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it might not be lots and lots of days every time. It just yeah. varies. Yeah. But also, um, it, it is difficult. Yeah, it, is difficult. it definitely is. You've got to hustle yeah you got to go to those networking events people are like oh i hate networking events i don't know how you feel about it but for me it's like (sighs) i know we all have to network and kind of big ourselves up but not everyone wants to be like that i know it's scary but you kind of got to at least at least starting that website showing that work that you have you know getting it out there create little business cards things like that and just go oh you know i do voiceover i'm an actor here's my spotlight or you You just have to keep putting yourself in people's faces because they're not gonna you know that first contact they might remember you they might yeah but you just have to keep showing up again and again and again and again and sending emails sending emails sending emails and you may think you're annoying we've all done it we've all done it you've got you've got to start somewhere and then you naturally just make connections on on jobs you do and and that's my preferred way of networking is sort of meeting people and on jobs and and then you know getting work out of that in a different capacity like that's my favorite way of networking but um that doesn't always happen sometimes you do have to go to the awkward networking events yeah yeah yeah. and everyone but the thing is with those events most people are feeling awkward so like you just gotta roll with it you just gotta be like god this is awkward yeah it is i'm cat by the way yeah do you know what i mean so you just sort of gotta roll with it um i mean how how do you deal with the uncertainty of it like you know going day by day going (laughs) what's next or what's next week or i think do I take a break now to go on holiday? Or yeah. do I stay? You know, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I don't... Oh God, this one was really... This was hard to think about because I don't do particularly well with it. But I think I am learning to get better because there have been a few shaky moments in my freelancing career where I've gone, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can deal with this. And I'm really lucky to have such a good support network around me Mm. of family and friends. And in those moments, like I'll turn, like I'll quite often turn to my parents, to be honest with you. And um, I'll be like, I can't, I I need to just get a normal job. And they always say to me, but will you be fulfilled? Yeah. Will you, will you regret it? 
And I know I will. I'm just having a funny five minutes, yeah. you know, and but that's okay to have those funny five minutes. You have to because you're human, mm. you know. We like it's very hard to deal with uncertainty unless you're someone who's so free and flexible and adaptable and changeable. And some people are naturally like that, but I think most of us get that kind of anxiety when things are changing all the yeah. time and I know that I have gone through periods of like major like anxiety around stuff like even earlier on in the year I was like oh god yeah but you just got to remember that or for me I think the way I deal with that uncertainty is I just remember that I'm doing this for a you know a good reason which is my life's work as, as again as wanky as I sound it is my life's work yeah I couldn't I, I want to achieve x y and z so in order to do that I need to be a freelancer yeah so you just have to be like quite quite strong and like resilient mm. with yourself mm. and like you build that over time I know it's taken me a long time to build that you know I've been freelancing fully now for like the same as you three and a half years and um almost funny how four. that's the same isn't it i know almost four years now <laughs> um and and also just learning to like be flexible adaptable change tactics yeah. if something's not working if work isn't coming to you because of um the way in which you're advertising yourself or marketing you change it you change yeah. a tactic yeah. you do different things um and just talking about your fears of the uncertainty i would say is the best is the best way to get through it. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, what I do is I sort of map out what's working for me and what isn't. Right. At that point. And I go, okay, actually, maybe this, there is a reason why there is a downtime now mm-hmm. for me in my life. Uh-huh. I kind of turn to the universe. You know what I mean? Turn to the universe. Turn I to the universe. And I go, well, mean. actually, there's a reason for everything. I truly believe that. There's a reason why we met. Mm-hmm. hashtag podcast right now hashtag not 95 <laughs> um and i believe that downtime is a great time to heal or to um update stuff mm. right like this whole strike that we literally just had this whole year fun times right. i get it it's a good for a good cause to oh, help God, the artists yeah. to help yeah, yeah, the writers yeah, and that will sorry just to caveat yeah. that that will then come over to the uk and help yeah. us and and our like us as actors yeah 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 but for those who, who don't who don't know about it, there was this sort of actor strike and writer strike in the US. Mm. Um, there was a lot of discrepancy about AI and mm. using actors' voices and, and faces yeah. in films and stuff without their consent. Hence the strike. Same with the writers in terms of them not receiving writers' fees for the work that they've done and how well the show has mm-hmm. gone on. So now this is you know slowly but surely being resolved. Um, I would say in this downtime, what I've done is, and I'm sure you have as well, Kat, is showreel. Like for me, I've gone, actually, maybe I do need a couple more scenes that are different. Mm. And I've got time now to do it because it's quiet. literally. Same with audio reels as well. Yeah. Um, Also updating my own website, you know, Mm -hmm. getting on top of my accounts because that's a whole other ball game. That's going to be a whole other podcast. That's a whole podcast. But, you know, like when you're creative, you might not be great with the money side of stuff. That's for me, for sure. Oh, God, I'm the same. I'm terrible. This is not the forte. Nope, me neither. That's why I'm an actor. (laughs) Exactly. Um, We can pretend, I suppose. Oh, I always pretend. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. I can pretend I'm a mathematician. (laughs) But I would say getting through it in that way of like 
what can I do to better myself? What plays can I read? What what yeah. theatre shows can I go and see? You know, as you can tell, I'm so very much like tailored to my creative juices here with what I want to do. But I do think it's important to get out there because when you do get your next role or you do get your next opportunity, you're informed about what's out there right now. So staying current. Yeah. I know it sounds daunting, but that's how I sort of think. But, you know, there's not always great days. I do kind of go, why is this not happening? Like, I'm 27. Hello. Yeah, hello. Why am I in Hollywood? I need to be in Hollywood, (laughs) please. Um... I'll even take I'll even take like a show on the BBC. I'll take a show on the yeah. BBC, just putting that out there. Yeah. Or ITV or Channel Four. Why not? Or Netflix. I'll do uh, anything. Anything, anything, guys. Any, any of the like, TVs. Um, any of the TVs. I make no terms. Yeah, any of the soaps and stuff like that. I'd do a soap. Yeah. Just hashtag uh, EastEnders. Um, hashtag FYI. Detective series. Detective series. We would love that. We would. Um, you know what we should do? We should be like a detective team together. <gasps> do 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 do. <laughs> anyway, for those who didn't just see anyway. that, um, we just did a little Charlie's Angels segment um, just it now. It was. It was great stuff. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I think that's what's going to get us into Hollywood. Oh, definitely. You know it. Special thanks to Ewan McCandless for our jingle music. Ewan is a fantastic composer and brilliant musician. If you're interested in having your own jingle made or simply want to learn a new musical skill... You can contact Ewan and view his work on his website at www.ewanmccandless.co.uk. Yeah, and I also think just one one last thing yeah. on the un, like the uncertain times because you had said earlier about like you take the time to like you know heal yourself mm. and I think that is so important to like go into yourself as yeah. well and like do that do that work, do the, you know, do the work both physically and mentally. Like I spend a lot more time at the gym when I have Mm. the time to do that. And I, you know, and I spend that time exercising and doing yoga and, but then also like, you know, working through my stuff because we've all got baggage. Oh yeah. We've all got baggage and we need to, and as actors as well, it's so important to be mentally strong. Yeah. Like the doubt kicks in and then that's it. Absolutely. But like also like when you're working, like when you have to be like emotional and vulnerable as a job, like you have to learn how to like switch that on and off. And so you have to be like, or you have to be as much as you can like mentally and emotionally well Mm. you know as much as you can i'm not saying you have to everyone's different i suppose absolutely everyone is you don't have to do exercise you can do painting or you you know anything anything being with friends just whatever like whatever like makes you feel good i suppose of course you know so yeah so that's kind of i think the uncertainty of it definitely what would you say your goals are though like, what are your goals as what a freelancer? As a freelancer? Yeah, like, what do you see yourself achieve or what would you like to achieve in, say, the next however many years, five years, let's yeah. say? In five years? Mm. Where would you see yourself? It's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one. I mean, I'd love to say in Hollywood, but... Mm. I don't know. But this is I, the thing, I, this is the doubt, Kat. Oh, this you is see? the doubt. This what you just the did doubt. there, Kat, this little therapy session. Yeah, because you're no. like, I'd like to be in Hollywood, and then you mm. just chuckled. Why? Why not? Oh, why not? Why can't you be? Why not? This Who, is true. You know, you never know. You could land that one role. And look, that's and it. look at my body language. You see, already shriveled look up. Look at this. Before I'm it was like, open. Oh, no, can't. I know, I do need to open, open it up. I suppose my... My goal with, let's, 
I think my goal with all of my work is to serve communities and impact them in like a positive way. Yeah. Like that's make a that's, difference. Make a difference and yeah, make a difference within communities and make everyone feel seen and heard. And I try and do that in all of my creative jobs, yeah. acting, writing, photography, voiceovers, like even down to teaching. Like I just try and make everyone feel seen and heard. And like, I think that's, that's what I want to do. That's my, that's my overall goal with why I do the jobs I do and why I create the art I create. Yeah. Um, so in terms of five years, okay, I want to be in Hollywood in five years. Brilliant. So there we go, I said it. It's um, in the universe now. It's in the universe. So it's in the it's podcast, happen. it's recorded, it's signed, delivered <laughs> and dotted. Not. But I will take the BBC <laughs> if Hollywood's not available. Another plug. Another plug. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, I would, I've always said I'd like to be a success in what I do. That's always been mm-hmm. my goal. I know mm-hmm. it sounds so vague and like hippie, but it's true. I want to be the best at what I do in all the realms that I do it because mm. I don't think being not not the best is um the way forward for me (laughs) I I have have to be the best I have to be the best at what I do and that's just me yeah I think that also helps me drive and move forward and be determined and achieve that yeah but I I feel like I would love to be able to I would say be at the National Theatre that's my always been my goal always 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 and I know it's theatre and everyone goes theatre doesn't make as much money and film yeah, is but where it's not it's about at. The money. but like I would say definitely if I get on the National Theatre stage at the Olivier that's it yeah that's it I'm she's done. made it I've made I'm it. Romeo done yeah send me some flowers on the stage and I'm done mate I'll be there every night with flowers <laughs> you know it I'd lo- I love the National Theatre I love the stuff that they do yeah. um, so that would be my ultimate goal I think in the next five years if not sooner you it's know in the next month I'll be there you know hello she will be there <laughs> um, but yeah I think also that kind of stuff and, and like moving towards goals is kind of what makes me who I am and yeah. makes me more determined as ever to achieve them definitely okay okay now it's time for our first ever game quick fire round okay are you ready francesca i'm gonna come at you with some questions you have to answer them as quickly whatever comes to the top of your head okay answer okay yeah Yeah. are you ready no (laughs) go okay we're gonna go anyway your favorite book that you've recently read jane eyre You've read Jane Eyre. I love you read that. I love Jane Eyre. But recently? No. Yeah. It's the first thing that came to my head. Okay, fair enough. Right. If you could have, have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be? Marilyn Monroe. If you could master any skill instantly, what would it be? The power of speaking multiple languages. Omni, om, omnilingual. Omnilingual, I think is the omnilingual. word. Omnilingual. Omnilingual. I thought it was bilingual. No, that's for two, isn't it? Ah. Bi. Bi is two. Anyways, right, okay. moving on. That's over. What's the last song you listened to? Um, Sean Paul. Um, is it wonderful? What's it called? I don't know. I've never heard of him. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to sing it. No, I don't sing, sing it. it. Thank you. Spare everyone's ears. <laughs> um, one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Stop worrying so much. Like, live a bit. Yeah. If you could live in any fictional world, where would it be? Fictional world? Mm. Um, I'd probably live on the moon. 
Is that a fictional world? No, I I think like um, would you live in the Harry Potter world? Oh, I see. Would you I live see. In, like as in yeah, a like world a that's fictional. Been yeah, fictional world, not <coughs> actual world. Like not the moon. The moon is real. Yeah, but Francesca, Harry okay. Potter isn't a fictional world. Oh, this is a hard one. The first thing that keeps coming to my mind is Truman Show, but that sounds mental. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Where it's like everything's on a loop. Yeah. But it would be quite funny to play with that because everything Mm. is always the same and I could want to kind of like change it up a bit, you know. Well, you are a freelancer. Let's just say Truman Show for now. Brilliant. And finally, dogs or cats? Oh, I love both, but I've just got a cat, so... In fairness, he's very cute. I'm going to have to say cat You're on, this, have to. on this occasion. I think he'd be so offended if you he didn't. He would, he would. Um, that's it. That's, that's the it. End, of our, end of our game show Ooh. round. Thanks for tuning in to the first ever episode of Not The 9 To 5. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe via our social channels. We'd really appreciate it and it helps others find us. Everything we've spoken about on today's episode will be linked in the show notes along with our socials. Join us next week for more freelance adventures because life's too short for a 9 to 5 grind. See you next week on Not The 9 To 5 podcast.